As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Will that be enough? podcast on the athletic network today's episode brought to you by neutral vodka seltzer made with real vodka real seltzer and real juice it's neutral the one with the umlaut it's friday march 10th 2023 this is the drop and i'm j.e skeets here in the classic factory and alongside me as always tass mellis thank you out there for having no dunks pond to replay Next to Tassie, it's the bearded one, my top shot hot boy, Trey Kirby. Ayo! Ayo! And last but not least, over yonder, making the magic happen, super producer, we call him JD. Hello! There he is! I've Here been singing are. 100 tampons for a week now. She's got a so. beautiful voice. It's really, it's, it's catchy. It's so catchy. Oh my God. <laughs> it's a great cold open, JD. Uh, shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Like the vid, comment away, please subscribe. Get your No Dunks merch, like this gorgeous shirt my guy Tassie's wearing. Go to nodunks.com for the hoodies and the t shirts and the mugs and the hats. That's just. That just pops on your chest, man. Can I say that to you? You just did. Look at that. Nice zoom. Yeah, that's nice. That's actually the second time I've seen this shirt today already. What? My nephew was wearing it when I woke up this morning. Respect. Went to bed in a no-dunk shirt, woke up for a classic. Much smaller size, though. I hadn't seen a kid's one yet. Looks great. <laughs> a tiny little shoe. <laughs> I, yes. thought, I thought maybe he was wearing yours to bed. <laughs> As a nighty. Like a nightgown? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, guys, if you're a Survivor fan, we had a new No Buffs podcast that we posted yesterday, recapping episode two of Survivor 44. Uh, we started this one off with quite the discussion about rifling through your kid's poop to find the teeth they swallowed. <laughs> you know, Survivor stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Good first 10 minutes of that podcast. So uh, check that out if you're into that kinky stuff. Uh, and hey, this is fun. Keep your ears 
on our No Dunks podcast feed this weekend. Because <laughs> we're going to start re-releasing our 2021 summer pod series that we called Fast Friends, where we tackled every single movie from the Fast and Furious franchise. So yeah, we are going to drop the first one this weekend, and then for the next 10 weeks as we make our way to Fast X, which will be in theaters, and you know that we'll get together and watch. Hell, we got to go to the movie theater oh, and watch yeah. and then do a podcast on it. But yeah, this is the plan. Uh, maybe you missed this the first time around. It's up on YouTube. We're not going to like repost it. We'll share the link on Twitter and stuff like that, but why not? I have a feeling, JD, a lot of people missed this the first time yeah. around, and maybe there's people out there like, do I need to watch all 10 movies? Or, you know, because we're including Hobbs and Shaw. It gets a little confusing. Uh, right. The answer is not really, but you should listen to these podcasts. You don't have to, definitely don't have to watch the movies, but it helps for sure. You know what the best thing about this is? They're already done. They're in the can. I know. That's I nice. barely have to do anything for this one. I just drag and drop. Enjoy, people. Yeah. You're suggesting to people, instead of watching the 10 movies before the next Fast and the Furious movie, to listen to podcasts, which are exactly the same length, essentially. But Tass, some of them. Before but the Tass you can do many other things listening to our podcast. That's true. Listening to the Fast Friends podcast. You can be I, mowing the lawn. For sure. Dishes, I did. Whatever. I did. I mowed yeah. the lawn. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and you couldn't do that if you had to watch the actual movie. You would have yeah. to sit down. You'd have to Really sit. commit yeah. a couple sit, hours. Unless you're on a rider. A lawnmower <laughs> That's rider. True, you I probably guess. would get your lawn done the fastest you've ever got it done if you're on a rider listening to the <laughs> That's podcast. True. That's a very good point. Very Can you mow point. and drift at the same time? Mm. Tune into Fast and what? Furious. <laughs> Tokyo Drift to find out. I'm going to actually listen to these back. And watch my favorite of the movies. Okay. But I, I'll, I'm very excited to hear what we thought was good back then. <laughs> yeah, I have no <laughs> hey, look, idea. Look, yeah. the first couple of these Fast Friends, they are very long. Yeah. I think this first one in particular, <laughs> uh, I, I think you're going to like it. It's a lot of fun. I had never seen any of the movies right. up until this point. You know, TK was the expert. You were coming in with, like, some of them under some your belt. Them, yeah. We grade them as we go along. Uh, Matty O makes some appearances. So, again, Fast Friends will be dropping every weekend. Until we lead up to Fast X. Right. And it just Sorry. times out perfectly. Yeah. Uh, I think we've got it right. So yeah, I think so. Um, and Matty O has already requested to come on the Fast X yes, episode. Yes. So. And, well, Jerome wants to fly down from Toronto. Well, let's make it happen. <laughs> to go see it in theaters together. <laughs> let's do it. Okay. Mm. All right. Uh, okay. On today's Drop Podcast, we have Worst of the Week. Yep. Nominees. Five Star Friday reviews. You know uh, it. That got pushed back a week. We'll do it on today's drop. Rapid Fire Fun. But first, we had another wedgie. Wedgie 42. And this is from jazz rookie Ochayabaji uh, attacking the glass here. Oh. And creating the wedgie action there. And then hanging up on the rim. And then when he drops off, it pops out. I love that. So this was a unique one. This was a, a lot cool of one. sort of, uh, yeah, offensive putback wedgies. It happens every once in a while. But... Woo, what a pace, baby. 42. That was a damn unique one. Yeah. That was extremely unique. I can't really remember a, a putback like that where the, it goes directly in. Yeah, more of like the tip variety. We see yeah, those every once in a while. Tabs. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but that was, he was different. hitting the glass hard and uh, giving us 42 there. Uh, okay, guys, we have an update on Kevin Durant from the Suns themselves. He's expected expected to miss two to three weeks with that ankle injury that he sustained during warm-ups uh, of the home opener the other night. Yesterday, I said on the podcast, Arizona Republic was saying, ooh, there were reports that it was going to be four to six weeks. He might miss the entire uh, rest of the regular season. I guess that's still in play. 
because it's like a, a reassessment after mm. these two or three weeks. It's a little confusing that we're getting both of those. But, uh, yeah, what do you think this means here, in all honesty, for the Suns? KD, definitely going to miss like 10 games here. Yeah, well, two to three weeks. We'll, we'll see. He should be back for the stretch run. you got to assume. If he is back for the stretch run, if he's back to get some games under his belt with the Suns before the postseason, I think it's a tiny step back, but not all, all that big. They're still going to be underdogs to the Nuggets. The Nuggets are the favorite, no matter what. Even if Kevin Durant played every game, the, underdog sh- uh, the Nuggets should be the favorite. But when it comes to the other teams, Kings, Grizzlies, Clippers, Warriors, Mavs, all those other teams – Regardless if Durant is coming back for a few games or if he played the whole time, they would still, to me, be you know, either a pick'em with those teams or the favorite with those teams. So I don't think it's a huge deal. He's played three games. They've won all three. Those other three main parts in the starting lineup did go to a finals together in, in Booker, Paul, and Aiton. He's not a guy who needs to bring up the ball. They, they don't have to really get used to hit playing with him a lot because he's off the ball and he's just – you know, an assassin. They, they obviously looked good with all three of them in there. And so, look, the three-week mark, let's say, if he comes back, it's great for them <laughs> it, because they played the Nuggets not once but twice, basically at the three-week mark and the four-week mark. So that bodes well for them to get a couple looks at the Denver Nuggets, although I will say, I think head coach Mike Malone, the Nuggets, will say, you know what, if we got the number one seed locked up, we're not even going to play Jokic. I don't want you guys to get a look at her. Don't office. show him anything. Malone is that kind of guy. Yeah. I I, th- I think he will. And this is a, a a kind of a crazy comparison at first when you think when, when just just you know at first glance. But the 2021 Brooklyn Nets with their superstars and Harden, Irving, and Durant had only played eight games going into the 2021 playoffs together. Not a lot. They go into the playoffs. They smoked the Celtics in five games. They won pretty easily. Then they did lose to the eventual champions in the Milwaukee Bucks in in round two, but they lost Harden a minute into game one, and they're still up 2-0 in that series. And then they lost Irving in game four. They're still up 3-2 in that series. And Harden tried to come back, and in game seven, if Kevin Durant has a a bit of a smaller shoe, then they win that series, and they don't go into overtime, and maybe they're not entirely gassed when it goes to overtime if they do have their guys. Obviously, it's not apples to apples, but at the same time, they they show that they could play these guys together. They, Devin Booker has shown that he can be a number one guy. I think we kind of overlook how tough this dude is, playing Lou Dort the other day, dropping 44 on him. I think they have all the pieces. I'm not all that worried, as long as Durant comes back and he's playing basketball and looking good. So two to three weeks, it's not ba- it's not all that bad, I don't think. What do you think? I think Tass is right. I think that the Suns can definitely survive this because – Kevin Durant, it feels like he'll at least be back for the last little bit of the regular season. The guy missed two months and came back like he had missed no time at all. Yeah. KD always comes back and looks like KD. He's also easy to just play alongside with. And like you're saying, Tass, the Suns have a support system to fall back on. A finals nucleus, basically, in Chris Paul, Aiton, and obviously Devin Booker. The other good thing is they have a three-game lead over the Clippers for fourth in the Western Conference. And to me... That's got to be the goal for Phoenix going forward is hang on to home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs. And I think that's a pretty reasonable goal and something that they could likely achieve. Yeah, Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, Booker over his last four, all in wins. He's scored 37, 35, 36 in that 44 against OKC. He's made 60% of his shots over that stretch, 16 to 30 from deep. So he's proving, like, KD or not, he can carry the Suns here, and he's getting back to that all-NBA sort of level, all-star level. It is disappointing that the Suns' next game is on Saturday 
with the Kings coming to town. And we'll get to Sacramento and their win last night. That's just a bummer. Phoenix has the 2-0 lead against the Kings in their season series. So they win on Saturday if they can pull that off. They would secure the tiebreaker there uh, if those two teams were tied at the end of the year. Unlikely, though, you guys are right. It's feeling like the Suns are like settling into a, the fourth seed. If they, uh, if they beat the Kings, they're only a game and a half back I of guess, the Kings. I guess. They could catch the second or third seeds above them. You're right. Uh, but that they are helped out by these teams behind them floundering a little yeah. bit here. And that they should have home court advantage at least. And I think he probably does miss nine, ten games here. They're going to they're gonna play it safe. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you want to build chemistry, but you guys just made a great point about, like, this is Kevin Durant. He's like the ultimate plug-and-play player. So you have a championship potential to get out of the West or even to win the whole thing. So you're not going to rush it. But that would still give him six or seven games at the end of the regular season to maybe get a little more uh, you know, chemistry and confidence with, uh, with his team there and figure it out. Because they were starting to figure out uh, in the limited time he did play those three road games. He hasn't even played a home game yet. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's crazy. It's sort of weird. And he's going to miss playing in, fun, in front of Golden State fans once again. Oh, my God. Hasn't played in, in front of fans since he left yeah. uh, the Warriors for the Nets. And also, depending on when he comes back, he's going to miss – Another road game in Oklahoma City, and maybe a second one. He could come back Sunday, April 2nd in Oklahoma City. Probably won't do that. My guess, April 4th, San Antonio Spurs. Nice, easy landing spot. Yeah. I think he his first game was against the Hornets, right? And that was mm-hmm. kind of on purpose. So bring him back against a team that it's going to be a walk in the park. Okay. Uh, in other just injury news, an MRI on the left thigh of Luka Doncic revealed no damage. So that's good news. And a return to the lineup will come as the uh, discomfort allows him. So nothing like super, super serious. They need all the wins they can. Obviously, the Mavericks, they're like 3-7 and seven over the last 10. Uh, but it's not like he's out for the rest of the year, and there goes your playoff chances. No, he uh, diagnosed himself and said it's going to be at least a week. It's probably going to be a week, uh, and, and hopefully he'll come back. <laughs> he was trying to play through it. He is uh, a guy who plays through injuries. A lot of injuries are happening, uh, I guess, as... Maybe it's because we're sort of putting every single game under the microscope, but some weird stuff. We, we've been watching the league for a long time. You don't often see a Durant ankle injury like that in warm-ups. <laughs> no. And then la- last night, nobody, I mean, not as many people talking about Jonathan Kuminga of the Warriors doing the exact same thing in warm-ups and then having to miss the game. Some strange stuff. I think these are very relatable injuries because... I've sprained my ankle just walking around. (laughs) But I'm a big fool, not an NBA player. So I don't know. Like, seeing the KD one, it didn't look super serious. Like, I'm actually kind of surprised that he's missing this much time. Yeah. But also the look on his face when he landed, he's like, what just happened? How did I roll my ankle? Warming up. And same thing with Kuminga. Yeah. All right, let's get to some of the games from Thursday night. Uh, Let's start with, oh, they're talking. They're discussing the podcast. (laughs) We had Jones and Jackson help the Grizzlies beat the Warriors 131-110. I'm, of course, alluding to Harlan's incredible call where Brooks and Draymond Green uh, went again sort of sort of forehead-to-forehead, uh, forehead, uh, sort of more uh, forearm or armpit-to-nose. Uh, I don't know how you want to describe it, but a hilarious call from Harlan on that one. And the Warriors lose again on the road. Got crushed here by the Grizzlies. They got back into the game. Curry brought them back. But in the end, that's a pretty dominant victory. Do you have any faith left in in the Golden State Warriors at this point? It's uh, it's definitely diminishing, for sure. Especially because I'd say there's their second best player, the player that helped them go to the finals last year, and Andrew Wiggins, 
let's call him their second best player. He was the second most important player yeah, for yeah. sure going into the finals because he gives them something in a big wing that they didn't have. He's been out for a long time. There is no date for him to come back. It's been 10 games, and that sort of bridged the All-Star game. So it's been a long time. He's got personal issues he's dealing with. They need him desperately. They need to get in a flow. This is a flow team. We do have a month. So I'm worried more than I am for them than the Phoenix Suns. They're kind of locked into just outscoring teams. Uh, because they've thrown Kevon Looney to the bench. I guess they're just trying to see all their wings and how, how get, basically get a lot of confidence for their wings and Dante DiVincenzo and all that going into the postseason to see if they can play small. But yeah, it's it's worry hours for sure for the Golden State Warriors. In a game, they're going up against the Grizzlies who don't have Seaman Adams and Brandon Clark. It's a pretty good matchup for the Warriors. They can beat them. They can yeah. out-rebound those teams. Uh, but the Grizzlies still hammered them. On the glass, mm-hmm. and yeah, we, we talk about uh, podcasting trash talk after the game. Draymond Green still says, "Yeah, we're good. It's it's March. Don't worry about it." Um, but the, I mean, the, the Grizzlies came out and uh, took care of business. A good win for them. Again, the Warriors are just a flow team. They need their guys. So yeah, uh, I'm, I'm worried without Wiggins, without Gary Payton the second. Those are those are key pieces. They're nearly like the worst defense in the league on the road. Like, that's how bad they are. They're much better at home uh, when, when it comes to playing a little defense. I think their offense doesn't even change that much from uh, home to road splits. But near the bottom of the that's league, crazy, that man. is nuts. Uh, I mean, you're still led by a team with Draymond Green, who is obviously a good defender. But he took an L last night after talking all that shit to, uh, you know, clapping back at Dylan Brooks. And then, you know, they got punked. They got punked? Yeah. Draymond went for 16 points and 7 assists, though. <laughs> that might be season highs, for all I know. But, uh... Yeah, it's weird to see Steve Kerr like changing the lineup every single night. Clearly trying to find something that still works. Obviously, he's got to deal with the Wiggins absence right now. But you say Draymond's leading them. I don't think so. Not right now. When you have a guy, the emotional leader of your team saying, we don't care about this game. It's pretty obvious. And that kind of explains to me why they've been so bad on the road. They're saving it for the playoffs. I do still have faith, but it's dwindling. It's going to come down to matchups the way it always does. And there are a lot of teams ahead of the Warriors that I think the Warriors would be favored over come playoff time. But the margin for error is not very big for the Warriors right now. And they haven't gotten great performances from their vets like they did last season. Not to mention Poole has had a really, really tough season. Uh, I think that's a guy that was supposed to take on a huge responsibility this year. And I don't know. The focus just isn't there. They're probably trying to turn it on come postseason time. But it's a little bit postseason time right now. You don't want to be in the play-in tournament. And right now, you probably don't want to be the fifth seed if the Suns are going to be the fourth seed. Yeah. You don't want to play them in the first round. Yeah, I'm excited that the uh, NBA scriptwriters might be uh, leaning towards giving us 4-5 matchup Suns-Mavericks. That would be fun and spicy. And then it's possible that we could have a 3-6 matchup between the Grizzlies and the Warriors. Though you're right, TK. They could very easily be in a play-in and have to win their way uh, into a seventh or eighth seed uh, the way they're playing right now. And I just like... They're going to be the weirdest team if they get in by way of the plan or if they're the sixth seed or better. The Warriors will be so weird for team, for guys that bet on this thing. Like, what will you do in the Warriors? Like, we talk about them always winning a road game in a series, but they're like, they can't win road games at all this year. And is it just a matter of like, oh, they're just not trying? They're just not playing hard? They're not locked in? I don't know. Uh, but I'm not convinced they can win four series on the road. Not at all. 
But that's fair. That's, yeah, no, that's, I don't it, think that's it, crazy. It's to say. fair. They put it all together for a couple months last year, but they had a great flow during the regular season. It's just hard to do that again. That's mm-hmm. why teams don't repeat. I know this isn't a sexy name, but Steve Kerr does have the card of putting Kevon Looney into the starting lineup. He would stabilize a lot of things. He's just their stabilizer in a way, and he knows that he can put him to the bench at any time and bring him back, and he's going to board. He's going to defend. He would help. Uh, so he's trying – yeah, Kerr is still looking for lineups. It's scary a month out to be looking for lineups. Gary Payton II, again, uh, a big key to that. He wants him to come back. He's going to come back with two weeks left in the regular season. I know he's played with them before, just not this season. The Wiggy thing, he's got to get into game shape. I'm sure he probably stays in good game shape. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of moving parts here. This ain't last year. Let us know. Do you believe in the Golden State Warriors' uh, chances to make a deep playoff run and even compete for another title? Moving on, Sabonis, another triple-double from this guy. Kings top the Knicks, 122-117. And Knicks beat writer Fred Katz, he was asking the question on Twitter last night, is there a better vibes team in the NBA than the Sacramento Kings? Oh, vibes rankings. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think there is. How could there be? I mean, they're into the number two seed. They're lighting the beam left and right. They're 7-1 since the All-Star break. They have the greatest offense we've seen in NBA history. Without a doubt, the greatest offense of all time. <laughs> it's uh, it's the vibes are great though, and uh, obviously a team that has made the playoffs in 16 years too. There's that whole thing where they're gonna snap this playoff trout in style here. In style. And uh, <laughs> second seed. A, That's an very entertaining stylish. game. A very fun game where the Knicks got back into things because they did work on the glass and no Kings player could box out Josh Hart, uh, but they pulled it off in the end, and it was like, I mean, it was Fox and it was Sabonis leading to the leading them to this victory. Yeah, I mean, I think the Kings have the best vibes because this was kind of the vibes bowl. Knicks vibes have been great yeah. recently. Uh, I, Julius Randle's very up and down vibes-wise, but I feel like when Jalen Brunson is out there, specifically, Julius Randle's vibes increase. Weird stuff. Obviously, Jalen Brunson missed the second half mm-hmm. of this game, so that hurts uh, the Kings vibes. But something that was help, or sorry, the Knicks vibes, something that was helping the Kings vibes, though, was Josh Hart continuing to guard De'Aaron Fox down the stretch. They even said it on the broadcast. I think Grimes is doing the best job on him, and he wasn't out there for, like, the key possession. Fox obviously roasts him. The guy's going to win the Jerry West this year, but that was strange to me. I should have thought, or I would have thought that Grimes would get first choice and then quickly would kind of be my second choice for a guy to guard Fox. Obviously, quickly didn't have a great game last night, so maybe his confidence was a little down, but Hart wasn't able to do it. Had no chance staying in front of him, and then... Fox has great conditioning, great speed. As soon as he leaves him in the dust, he's at the rim right away. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, that's a good point about the Vibes Bowl. Uh, Knicks have to be a little decimated here that Jalen Brunson comes back, leaves with the foot injury. He looked so good to start this game. Was balling a 19-point first half. Looked phenomenal. They just were looking so great, hopefully, for them. It's only 14 games remaining here in the sked that he comes back and they, and they got a good flow. He's got to probably sit out. Just a bunch of games, a bunch, and then come back and and get the vibes back, get them back at least into second, into the vibes rankings. Because right now, yeah, the uh, the Kings have got it all. I'm sure Mike Brown was extremely peeved that they gave up that 21 point lead. But then their closer, yes, he could win the Jerry West Clutch Player of the Year award. Sure feels like it. It wasn't even clutch time, but he came and closed this game. Yeah. TNT. That's why the the the, Nick, or the Kings have had such a phenomenal year, especially because they've done it on TNT a, a couple times here. 
They've never done anything on TNT. I, I can't even remember <laughs> prior to this season. Yeah. Uh, to give some national spotlight, it was a, a one-point game, 10.30 left. He got into a, a beautiful mid-range shot that he created. Then he forced action. like Back-to-back-to-back to back to back possessions. Picked up a foul. Then hit a wing three. Then he crossed over Hart for a jam. Then he beat Hart off the dribble, hit a short floater, and then the clutch shot right at the end. He did it all. He won this game for them, and it's great that he's on national TV doing it, coming into his own. He's too fast. I do agree. you got to go a little longer because no one's fast enough to keep up with this dude. Grimes is probably the guy to me. You said he might win uh, Clutch Player of the Year, Dan Fox. Yeah, I'd how pick do, him. How do you feel about uh, Sabonis' chances of an all-NBA nod on the third team likely as a center? Obviously, Jokic and Bede won two. And then, who is the third center? It's is it Sabonis or Bam or, Bam Bam, or yeah. maybe Brook? That's yeah, that's it. And I think it's Sabonis. I think he's played the best of all three of those guys, especially if they're the number two seed. Yeah, right. I, I'm in. I'm in. I think he'll probably be the third team center uh, when you really think about it, because like that one is always the one that's up for grabs. Yeah. It's been Rudy Gobert. Yeah. In the past, Bam has been good, but I think. Uh, when you combine the team success that Sacramento has had and, you know, Sabonis is having an incredible season, I think he's going to be the guy. The only bad vibes I would say on the Kings right now, Michael Burton Brown. <laughs> After this game last night, that's not how we should be playing basketball. I'm not happy with the way we played tonight. 23 offensive rebounds? I'm happy about the win. That doesn't sit well with me at all. Yeah. Those are the vibes you need from a coach. Yeah, yeah right. we won, but we didn't look good. And we want to look good. That's good. I point. love it, Michael Burton. Uh, uh, Michael Burton with that's a playoff mentality right there. Totally. And De'Aaron Fox as well. He's he's quoted saying, "When we make the playoffs, not if we make the playoffs, mm-hmm. we can't give up leads like that. When we make the playoffs, mm-hmm. things have changed in Sacramento. They are going to make the playoffs. I, I definitely think it is a bonus to to be on that." Third team All NBA team and deserving of it as their center. They they run so much stuff through him and they lead the league in like in handoffs and a lot of that is him. Like it's like him operating with it. That's some sick. I know it's some sick right stuff. There. Well, this is a great note from Chris Herring who had a nice article on the Kings and their offense. The Kings play one on one less often than just about any team in the league, but when they do, it pays off with the highest scoring rate on isolation looks. And again, that's a lot of Sabonis. The ball moves. He is a willing passer. He's Jokic light, if you want to call him that. But then he will abuse you if guys are staying home on the shooters. You're worried about Fox, where he's cutting. And he's like, all right, well, I'll just put your ass in the net. Like, he's a big dude. And he's doing all of this with, like, a fractured hand or thumb. Like, remember this guy, like, may have sat out if he was on a team that obviously didn't have designs to go to the playoffs and stuff like that and end that streak or whatever, the playoff drought. So I think he's deserving. I think Bam's a great player too. I think it's going to be him though, um, getting that third spot after Jokic and Embiid. Uh, any other notes from this one? Oh, this this run they're on scoring-wise, the Kings, they're averaging 133 points per game. I'm rounding up from 132.9 to 133 points per game over this seven out of eight win streak. The only team over the last 30 seasons with a higher scoring average over an eight-game span is the 2018-19 Golden State Warriors. Uh, Pretty good offensive team. And so the Kings are just like, we thought Brown comes in here, maybe there'll be a little bit more of a defensive identity. And it's like, nah. They still suck on defense. Who cares? We've got shooters now. Fox has taken a leap. Sabonis, we run things through. Who cares? Let's just outscore teams. And that's what makes this team really fun to, to watch on TNT or on League Pass, they're entertaining and they're winning. Uh, and they have guys that can close it out, especially in Fox. 
Yeah, I thought they got into a little too much isolation ball yesterday, and that, that kind of hurt them yesterday. But, uh, yeah, in a league that's going uh, all past, they're still running the ball. A lot of handoffs like that. Three other games last night. I'll give them to you all. We can talk about as many as you want. Brooke Lopez coming up big. Nine blocks. Bucks edge the shorthanded Nets 118-113. Nets played a lot of bench guys, a whole lot of minutes. Uh, Ubre and Terry Rozier helped the Hornets beat the Pistons. That's their 10th straight loss. I think Detroit is officially out of the playoffs. I think it's uh, official. official. <laughs> really? Yeah. Detroit shocking. Yeah. And uh, Lowry Markkinen scored 31. Jazz beat the Magic to end a four-game skid. They needed that one to stay in sort of within striking distance of the play-in here. Uh, any thoughts? TK, get us started I on got a few any of those thoughts games. for you. Uh, number one, Lowry Markkinen got two dunks last night. He's now in the 100-100 club. Woo! Stay tuned for a short. Let's go. Jerome is finishing it today. Jeez, you guys are on fire right <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, also, I'd love to see a Terry Rozier mention. We talked on playback this week. He probably has the highest points per game to fewest mentions ratio. We never talk about Terry Rozier. Right. He's on the Hornets. I mean, they're not great right now, no. but he had a good game. He's had two good games this week. Good job, Terry Rozier. Who else was in the running for our guys that score over 20 points per game that we <laughs> have mentioned the least on the podcast this year? It was like Kelly a- Oubre is another one. Kelly Oubre is another one for sure. <laughs> Kelly, <laughs> how do the Hornets have three guys averaging 20 games? One of them is Lamelo. He only played yeah. 36 games. But Terry Rozier, 21.3. Kelly Oubre, 20.3. We never talk about those no. guys, but they're living it up right now. Back-to-back dubs. Uh, who else did we say was in the mix? I mean, Kuzma, we talk about. Kuzma comes Still up more quite than a those bit. guys. Uh, Jeremy Grant and Anthony Simons. Keldon Johnson. Keldon was Johnson was, we thought, the winner. Yeah. You know, Spurs That's a good one. brutal, and he scores over 20. Yeah. Okay. And the only other thing that I have is in the Pacers-Rockets game, we saw a little bit of a changeup from Tyrese Halliburton. We always talk about players going for their career high in points against the Rockets. He got his career high in assists. Nice. 19 assists for Tyrese Halliburton. Hit a bunch of clutch shots uh, in overtime as well. So, cool. Yeah, thanks for picking me up there, too. I forgot to include it in the other action. (laughs) How could you, man? I know. Pacers, Rockets. Uh, But Brooke Lopez, I got a little trivia for you guys. I said he had nine blocks. Just shy of a triple-double because he had 24 points, 10 boards, and then that career high nine blocks. Statitudes trivia. Only players in Bucks franchise history to have more than nine blocks in a single game. Hit me. There's two guys. Lou Alcindor. You're right. Nice. Kareem, 1973. Call him Lou. And then this is a fun one. This is why I'm asking the question. And here's my hint. Okay, Trey, Tass, everybody, here's my hint. It's a visual hint. So sorry, podcast listeners. Larry Sanders. Nice. <laughs> I give a big thumbs up. That's nice. Uh, 2012, That's nice. both of those guys had 10 for the Bucks in a game. But uh, Brooke Lopez, man, Whew. they've won, what, 19 of 20 now, Milwaukee has? Starting to convince a lot of people that, yeah, they probably are the favorites to uh, win this championship again. Just this run they're on, guys in and out of the lineup, doesn't matter. I think they're on the good vibes list too, by the way. Oh, yeah, right? definitely. They've definitely. been there for a couple of years, if we're being honest. Uh, but uh, what a win. That's all the action from last night, guys. It was a pretty... Pretty quiet night overall, Um, but we're going to take a break. When we come back, we got Worst of the Week nominees. We got Five Star Friday reviews and a whole lot more. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. 
You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. All right, back with your boys here in the Classic Factory on a Friday. Let's get to Worst of the Week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Worst of the Week. I'll give you a few nominees. You guys tell me who the winner is. First nominee is actually a double. The Celtics' Grant Williams and the Cavs' Donovan Mitchell. 0.8 seconds left in the game. It's all tied up. Grant Williams going to the line, just has to hit one free throw. Donovan Mitchell goes and talks a little trash to him at the free throw line, and Grant Williams says, I'm going to make both. I'm going to make both. I'm going to make both. And I said it three times because he literally said it three times as well. Now, Grant didn't hit either. So, worst of the week nominee. That makes sense. But why does Mitchell get it? Well, the trash talk worked. So, so why, 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 Tass? Well, because Mitchell said this week that his trash talk was this. He told Grant they had a Players Association call on Thursday, so he should miss one of those free throws so they could talk about it then. Lame. <laughs> Terrible trash talk. It did work. It worked. But in the lame department, and you don't have to say it afterwards. Keep it to yourself. It did work, but... To the- we got a players association call. Let's so we can talk about it then. I guess they talked about it, which which stinks for Man. Grant Williams. But anyway, both get it. Both get the nomination for worst of the week. Who's worse, Grant or Donovan for that trash talk? I'll, I'll go Grant Williams because he had a chance to win it and he was confident in telling him he was going to hit both, and he couldn't even hit one. Didn't even need to hit both as we talked about. He got a little too greedy in in his uh, uh, prediction, but. The Mitchell part is funny. I wonder if it worked in the sense like, you know, when someone goes like, hey, man, I'll, I'll see you at that meeting on Friday. And you're like, oh, crap, I got a meeting on Friday. And your brain starts going, hold on. I, I thought I was headed to the cabin this weekend. What do you mean we got a meeting on Friday? We're talking to neutral again. What's real now? Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So maybe that was a part of it. Like Grant's like, not that I'm going to call you out on this call, but it was more like, oh, no, we got prepared. that. I'm not prepared at all. Yeah. Not prepared for we that presentation. <laughs> yeah. So it worked. But I'm going Grant uh, as the as the worst of this. Worst of the week nominee. Yeah, he's the one that choked. So it's got to be him. Uh, maybe Mitchell just confused him. He's like, what? You're bringing up the Players Association call right now? It would throw you off, I think. And uh, Mitchell did approach him between free throws as well, prior and between. I mean, the the approach between the the free throws was more talking to his guys. So I I don't think he said uh, the Players Association thing twice, Mm. or he didn't go through the agenda of the Players Association (laughs) meeting, I don't think. It's just remarkable. I said earlier in the show, we've seen a lot of weird things. Durant, Kuminga getting injured pregame. A guy talking trash while mentioning that they have a Players Association meeting has never been done in NBA history. (laughs) This has got to be the first. Uh, Chiggs in the uh, stream team says, that's how old people be trash talking at the bingo hall. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, <laughs> just for some reason. Yeah, we got a union meeting Friday. You ain't gonna be marking that <laughs> yeah, yeah. high spot. <laughs> uh, a yeah. part of it too, though, like give some credit to the rest of the Cavs players for icing. I think Grant Williams a bit. They did a great like song and dance of like, hey, am I standing on this side or are you standing on this side? Like they did some delaying. Uh, which, you know, you do to, like, a free throw kicker and stuff like that. And, like, just they're at the line thinking about it or they're, they're waiting to line up and kick it. It's, like, too much time. So they did a good job. It was, like, I think Worldwide Wob clocked it at, like, 40 seconds or something where they they really were, like, just, like, kept moving around and the refs let them do it for a little bit. That's why he missed them. It is huh? – uh, it, it stinks for him because maybe uh, what actually plays a part is that he hasn't been playing a lot recently, got that DMP CD recently, maybe he just hasn't been feeling good. But he is a career near 80% yeah, free throw he's shooter. he's a really good free throw yeah, shooter. Yeah, so surprising there. All right, yeah. nominee number two, adults that use children to get autographs. Mm. Talk about lame. The lamest. <laughs> that this is actually occurring. It's just a regular thing. Anyway, during or pre-Sixers-Bucks, a child goes up to Yanis Antetokounmpo wearing a Bucks jersey, gets an autograph, then runs to a bunch of adults, hands off the autograph. The adults high-five, and then she takes off her Bucks jersey <laughs> and, and has a Sixers jersey underneath to go get an autograph. So there's a, there's a lot of parts here. Now, she, uh, the child is going to go get a Sixers autograph afterwards. She's, yeah. she's got a double jersey on. The worst part, though, is these there's three adults – knowing that they're going to either sell this autograph or do something with it because they got a high five, then they examine the autograph. Mm. It's the worst. It's This is something that everybody knows about. It's it's become so commonplace. Outside players' hotels, you can see an adult you know, push their child to the front of the, the, the scrum, the front of the fray, and they, they step back. So they're not in vision of the player, but the player has to see a child. And what what is a player going to do? Oh, go give this to your 55-year-old father so he can go sell it on eBay afterward. Pathetic! It's one of the worst things. It, it, and it, and it's, it sucks. I know people were pointing out this in this instance because there, there's two situations here. There's the child that's going to go get an autograph from both players. But it's planted by the, the adult. Yeah. It's not a child who's scheming, who, who decided... You know, I want to sweat under this. I want to sweat tonight, so I'm going to wear two jerseys. I mean, it, Respect to the Tyrese Maxey jersey, I will say that. That was a nice little wrinkle to that. I guess. <laughs> At least a lesser-known Sixers player, but maybe uh, maybe Dad really wants a Maxey signature. I don't know. I don't know where the grab. child is going. but yeah. Yeah, just yeah, You don't think the child could just be a Sixers fan who loves Giannis? Had a jersey? Had a hat? The adult was wearing a Bucks credential? Yeah, no, I think this is all a, a ruse. To get as many jerseys as, or many uh, autographs, autographs as possible. Maybe so. Uh, Maybe so. Again, it was man man to man high five as they came back. It wasn't a man to child. Wow, that's so exciting <laughs> yeah, for that's you. True. That's it a fair did point. feel like that's a, a fair point. it almost felt like a transaction. Like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah I, I I don't know the ins and outs. There was three adults. There were two kids. The kids were happy. So maybe, but uh, I'm, I'm speaking to a larger point that's it all sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> autograph scamming. I don't yeah. like that. Yeah, who knows? I mean, these yeah, these people were there early. Um, this was pregame. Maybe there is some sort of credential happening. Maybe they're fans <laughs> of the sport. Maybe they're an old Lee Ellis fans of all 30 teams. But you throw kids into the mix. You're the adult. Go get an autograph. If you want it. You want. You want that <laughs> transaction. 
<laughs> Work for your autographs. Just, yourself. Yeah, don't don't use your child. Okay. Poor children. Anyway, uh, nominee number three. This is real stuff here. The relationship between the players and the referees, because the temperature is uh, rising. It's getting hot. It feels like it's going to end in uh, some fisticuffs. It feels like it's going to end in a fistfight. Like, wow. temp- it's getting hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter. And it's almost like there's a hatred out there. It's, it's like I can't remember a point where the referees and the players have bat- been at each other's throats like this. This much, because Fred Fanvleet, you know, in in, a, in an actual incident this week, he went off about the referees, albeit very calmly. Uh, but he basically said the referees are ruining the, the game, called them some names, yep. the D's, uh, and uh, he <laughs> got a thirty thousand dollar fine. Got by a thirty thousand, yeah. but but other players got his money worth then. Yeah, it's usually twenty five thousand. He just went crazy on the refs. He called the refs dicks yeah. <laughs> and only got an extra $5,000. I agree. That seems... Called one out by name. Incredible. Said they're basically ruining the NBA. Yeah. 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 He went, he got his money's worth. I, I guess it's because it. he didn't yell. I guess because he wasn't <laughs> yeah, like maybe. demonstrative or else I, it would have been 50. He was right? swearing every third line. Yeah. Yep. I heard on uh, the Hoop Collective today, they said it wasn't a rant. It was just a speech. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like he had his, his points <laughs> thought out. He had data to back things up. That was one of the great complaining about referees of all time. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. But, I, but it's not isolated because other players are basically saying, Fred speaks for us. Marcus Smart yeah. said to the media, <laughs> he said, quote, I don't know if you guys have seen Fred Van Vliet's interview, but that's all I'm going to say. Essentially, he speaks for us. Marcus Smart arm in arm with Fred Van Vliet, and everybody is talking about it in every organization uh, on The Athletic, Jared Weiss, Walked into Celtics practice on Thursday, and it he, he wrote, it was clear words reverberated around the league, that those Fred Van Vliet words reverberated around the league because everyone from players to support staff and media were talking about it. They're all saying, did you see what Fred said? Did you hear what Fred said? According <laughs> to Jared, he said, it must have been uttered 20 times. Yeah. Uh, so and uh, you know it just the feels part, like it's, it's getting hot. And you know the specific part, I think, of the Van Vliet rant or speech, whatever you want to call it, that probably resonated with a lot of players, I think, personally, it's the, there are these bad Apple referees. I don't think it's Van Vliet saying all these refs suck because within his rant, he's specifically saying it's like, you know, he almost, like, he named Ben Taylor. And I think <laughs> you didn't have to, like, think too hard about it, like Scott Foster the game before, that there are these specific refs that make things personal and are just a little too power hungry. That's what I think a majority of the NBA players are probably agreeing with Van Bleet. Like, yeah, there's three, four, five, whatever number it is that are, like, they just, like, they're just drunk on power. And they, like, take over the game and they think they're the star. That's what I think is the part that Fred really rang true to these guys. That's my gut. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's what he said. Uh, he yeah. said the majority of uh, referees try hard, work hard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they try and make <laughs> the right ki- call. He kind of did. He's like, there's three referees every game and one to two of them mess it up all the time. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think, Which I think is awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm reading into that a little bit. I don't think he means every single game that there's a, a shitty, shitty ref within those three officials, but... Sometimes it's two. <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends who they are is my point. Yeah. Well, I actually think this is um, a great look for Ben Taylor, specifically. That's a guy that we didn't really know as a referee, but now he's been <laughs> elevated to Tony Brothers' Scott Foster status. I agree. I did not know Ben Taylor. Um, I thought he was just thinking basketball. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but I guess that's how he knows so much. He's out there watching the games. <laughs> I thought he was just James Taylor's son. Hey, that deep. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so uh, James Taylor, Ben Taylor, I'm going to go see them. Uh, James Taylor? James Taylor, yeah. I've seen him twice in concert. Oh, yeah. Oh, the calmest concert you'll ever go to. Everybody's sitting in their chairs. That's why he makes well, a good referee. that's why his son's so pissed off all the time, yeah. <laughs> Have you gone to a son's concert? His son's a musician, too. No. Oh, oh what's okay. his son's name? Ben Taylor. Wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> no joke. That does it all, man. <laughs> he does it all. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rest, uh, yeah. podcast, and songs. Too many names. Uh, the, uh, you speak to a larger point. We know too many referees' names. That's a problem. We should not know their names. Uh, but they can go get uh, some NIL deals out of it if they want. <laughs> they should go get paid. So anyways, uh, that's, that's, that's a real problem in the league going on right now. Mm-hmm. Are y'all a little worried that the refs are going to take it out on the Raptors going forward? Since they've had two humongous blow-ups with officials? And the officials seem to keep track of such things? Yeah, sure. Nah, I think they're going to simmer. I think they're going to go into a Raptor situation and, and be calm and do their job properly. Not get all uh, Scott Foster about it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I think Trey's more uh, probably on point here, but then again, you got to play in games that actually matter here. I guess they got some big ones coming yeah, up. Yeah, Fred but... Van Vliet did say uh, we lost the game. In that particular instance. Yeah. It wasn't a tech in the third. Third quarter that completely changed the game. Yeah. I agree. But he's also like, he was still pissed off about the Scotty Barnes game. <laughs> the game before, yeah. and he's yeah. like, I'm tired of some of these shitty refs, so I'm going to say something here. Uh, and he's, you know, it is he's, he's right in the sense that we do know some referees' names way more than we know others. And a lot of that's because they take over games and they make really ridiculous calls and they double down on bad calls and then toss guys because they said to their teammate, that's a bullshit call. Like, you should be allowed to say that in a very competitive, uh, you know, heated basketball game, I think. I don't think you should step to them. I don't think you should be able to literally drop F-bombs to their face. But you got to be able to vent a little bit with your frustration. You got to let that slide. That's what the good referees do. Hell, did Draymond Green and Dylan Brooks get a, a tech even last night for that armpit to nose <laughs> to incident? Nose? No. no Sounds like the referees are good at their jobs. They were last night. That's what you should do. Nothing happened. Who was reffing? I don't know. No one knows. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. That's not a Ben Ben Taylor. Worst of the he week. He was recording. <laughs> yeah, he was, <laughs> he was in the booth. Uh, <laughs> or he was tweeting some things about basketball. Okay, well, let's get to five-star Friday reviews. get a little positivity going here oh yeah oh yeah five star friday the first or sometimes second friday of the month we read five of your five star reviews on apple Podcasts. they help us stay high up in those charts which helps people find the show also a shout out to kenny beecham giving us a shout out hell yeah driving people here to the no dunks youtube channel thank you and thank you to the stream team for tuning in feel free to drop a like larry sanders style <laughs> a thumbs up our first Five-star review comes from a stream team legend himself, Hootski. Also known as The Rescue, apparently, on Apple Podcasts. Five stars for five bars. No Dunks hosts, this is for you! Five stars, five bars, top five, whoa boy, wedgie, big beef, applesauce, chuck and garlic. Ayo! What does this all mean? Sub around and find out. Oh, sub around. <laughs> Great and line. That's a good line. Sub around and Ooh, find out. I gotta write out. that down. Hold on. <laughs> These guys being dudes are the best. Come for the ball, stay for the larfs, and shout out to the Discord Dunkarooskies. 
Nice. Thank you very much. Hooski. <laughs> Sub around and find out. <laughs> Sub around and find out. We're yeah. adding that to the lexicon. Here. That's good very stuff. good. Hootski and the Dunkaroos-kies. <laughs> Can't wait good. to watch that show. Our next uh, five-star review comes from BKGDP92. Best NBA podcast. Five stars. The only place for the latest NBA news, followed by whistling to Celine Dion songs. <laughs> yeah. Some weird endings to this podcast, no doubt. Yeah, stick around. <laughs> stick around, it's going to get weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> next five-star review comes from Nico's Crete. Greatly appreciative of their talent. These guys used to be on NBA TV with the starters, and I'd watch their show with my wife. The Athletic and No Dunks is a good partnership. It's a very fun podcast. I especially like they're trying to do more things like live watch parties on YouTube for 2022 All-Star Saturday Night. And this year, in person at a grill for 2023 All-Star. Skeets Test, Trey, JD, Jerome, thank you. Miss you, Lee. Also, I'm guessing there could be a shout-out for Eshua in here as well. So, <laughs> thanks, Nikos. Yes, that's very nice. Had a great time at the grill. At 2023 All-Star. Yeah. So, <laughs> no. he, so he meant the bar we were yeah. at? Our live show. Yeah. I was confused. Down at the grill. I like that. <laughs> yeah. You want me well, to write that down? Grill, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're he, calling the bar the grill from now on. He, he, a lot he, of seemed, bar and grills out there. Yeah, well, he seemed like he was from Greece. I think Nikos was Greek. Name was Nikos Crete. JD, they like calling things grills Like, in a, like a bar? Yeah. yeah. yeah they don't drink like animals there. They don't go to bars. They go to grills and yeah. eat. Yeah. That's Suvlaki is... Always on the menu. Right? Well, yeah, well, that's ironic because that was our issue that night. We didn't eat at all. And we were <laughs> yeah. feeling it the next morning, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah, but that's true. There was no grill yeah. at either of the places. Or we went to three places. and Well, there might have been food, but we, it just never occurred to you us. You want to put that on our writer for next time? Yeah, uh, Sulaki? Just grill in a <laughs> <Please>. green room. <laughs> yes. Green room grill. 100%. <laughs> they definitely had food because you can't be a bar in Salt Lake City without food on there. Oh, that's call. a great wow, point. Great that's a rule. We should have had something. They yeah. only have grills. Yeah. Just kidding. It says bar in a giant <laughs> sign if it's a bar. Uh, our next five-star review comes from Afro Jawa, who says, great show, great show, and then starts <laughs> the review. Great show. But what I'm really here for is trying to get the guys to do a Dune podcast. Call it No Spice or something good. Y'all are the creative ones. But over 25 plus books, and it could be like a once in a while thing because the books are long. But it could be the new watching The Fast and the Furious. I feel like JD would love the books, and I want to see him react about the ending of book three. Great show. Can't say anything negative about it. Been listening for years since 2014-15. I'm cheated. I was also watching The Starters. Nice. Mm. Thank you. You ever read any of these books, JD? Uh, I've read Dune, yeah. Uh, I've read it. It's one of the few books I've read more than once. Um, Loved it, but I've never gone past... What do you say, 25, 25 books? Yeah, I was books. like, what? That sounds like too many Too much books. sand. Too much sand. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I am intrigued now with the book three reference. What happens at the end of book three? Find out on no, what do you say, spice? No spice. No spice. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind it. No worms. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, there's a lot of calls for uh, now a Dune podcast, a pickleball podcast, very yeah, hot. Yeah, yeah. And also one commenter, Basically every day, asking for a disc golf podcast because <laughs> apparently it's hot. It's a hot league. They they disc added they added one in our neighborhood. Like a local park has been transformed into a disc golf course. I'll admit when they were doing it, the plans. I'm like, who is going to do this? It's full, packed. Yeah. Every day I walk the dog down there. It there are so many people. If you can walk a dog, you can disc golf. A lot of people play with their dogs. Yeah. 
Really? They do. Play. And it's, uh, you know, it's got it me thinking, like... should I pick up some discs? <laughs> Get out there. Pick up it's some a great, if, and that's a great uh, sport to walk around with a dog. I guess, but isn't your dog chasing the frisbees? No, you can like, teach him not worried. to. You can teach him not to. They, they seem to not, the ones I see that okay. walk around with their, their teams. They're leashed. The, these dogs are leashed. Not some of them. They're just well-behaved wow. dogs. Wow. Yeah. I might check it out. I suck at throwing a frisbee, though. Yeah. They're like, and they're, I mean, issue. they're in the trees and stuff. You got to like hook them around. Looks fun. I'm going to go do it. Yeah. yeah, I might try playing it, but we are not doing this golf <laughs> no, podcast. <laughs> this was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One. That's, that's the most you're getting. <laughs> Unless, you know, people start playing, then surely it will filter into the shows. Right. When, it, when ML disc golf, major league D, D There's G, a, MLDG. There's a league. Is there? Oh, yeah. It's big. Yeah. Right. Gotta be. You can get one of your kids to get a disc golf scholarship if you want. Oh, my God. Send kidding? them to school. It's been suggested, and they're like, uh, no. That's oh. goofy, they say. Oh. So, oh, come on. Going to <laughs> is college is not kids goofy, say? kids. Yeah, <laughs> It's goofy. Anything is like, uh, you know, I, tried, I said this the other day on one of the shows. I tried to give my kid cash to pay for something. He's like, cash? I'm not paying with cash. That's goofy. That's on an upcoming episode of Is This oh, Good, shit. actually. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's I don't know. Real. Is it live? Is it taped? Is uh, this live? I don't know. Goofy. <laughs> I'm being goofy now. All right. It's time for the most confusing five-star Friday review we've ever had. It's one star. Oh, mm. Jesus. One Come on, star Wesley. only from Wesley97. But listen to this. Hoops, laughs, and a whole lot of heart. A rhyming review of the No Dunks podcast. This sounds like it's going to be a good review. Listen up, folks. I got news to impart. No Dunks is a podcast that will steal your heart. With jokes so silly and humor so smart, it's the best basketball show right from the start. Usually late. The hosts, Skeets, Tass, Trey, and JD, they're a blast. Their insights on the NBA will make your day fast. With laughter and cheer, they'll make it a blast. It's the ultimate podcast. You'll be pleased at last. So grab some popcorn, get ready for a treat. With these guys around, you'll be tapping your feet. Basketball's never been so fun, a guarantee. Just give No Dunks a listen. You'll have a slam dunk spree. Hmm. That is a five-star review. <laughs> but not. <laughs> Dressed in one-star clothing. So thank you, Wesley. But also anti-thank you yeah. for ruining our rankings. <laughs> and what the hell, Wesley? Uh, Fat-thumbed it? Is that even possible? I think it's a fat-thumb. It's got to be. Uh, my mom did the same thing. Once upon a time, we were calling for five-star reviews. She wanted to help out her bobins. <laughs> she gave us a one? She gave us a one. <laughs> she, if I'm not mistaken, she was our first one-star review. <laughs> and maybe even our first not five-star review. <laughs> Ouch. And she was, uh, Ouch. she was feeling pretty bad. I was uh. like, Mom, don't worry. The listeners and the stream team will come through and upgrade us to a 4.9 yeah. overall. You can't, uh, you can't edit a review, eh? Like, you can't leave a one star and go in and say, you know what? These guys killed it this week. Up to three stars. Now, here's the thing. Because you know I follow the Capono tracker very, very closely in the Apple Podcast <laughs> yes. comments, often talking about updating reviews. So, huh. I don't know what the deal is <laughs> for editing them. Um, but, Wesley, you got a chance to make things right. Because that was a beautiful poem. That was great. A great review, but a terrible star number. Do you think that your mom subconsciously... <laughs> Subconsciously now, gave the show a one star because the show took you away from her. Wow! First to Canada, oh, and now to Atlanta. 
And she's very supportive. She did what you asked her to do. And I don't think she meant to do it, but subconsciously. Maybe she subconsciously did. You might be right, JD. Yeah. You might be right. Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> it's in play. We'll have to get her on and pick her back. How about this take from my mom? Atlanta is farther from Chicago than Toronto, but she says Atlanta seems closer. Mm. Same country. I, I, Same country is the only reason. And she, uh, wow. I, yeah. Yes. I'm with you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I love you, Mom. <laughs> All right. Thanks for those uh, five-star ratings and reviews. And the one-star. Thank you. Yeah, that much. one, too. Yeah. I mean, if you got to rhyme. you got bars you like can that. You rhyme. Why yeah. not? Uh, all right, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And as Hootsky says, sub around and find out. Do it. Five star ratings and reviews. Not one stars. We'd prefer not to have those. Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training just in time for those warm summer days. Pool season's coming soon, so I've been hitting the weights with Peloton and my guy Adrian Williams trying to get my muscle on in order to expand my cannonball splash radius. Peloton's varying class lengths were designed with your training plan in mind. It's easy to personalize your workout. Whether you'd like to add a 10-minute core session at the end of your strength class or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your needs and goals. There are a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, or marathon training, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you already excel in. And their expert coaches and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. Shout out to Adriana Aditi, Andy, and Emma. I love you all so much. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dom- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Pick'em results from last night. Nets Bucks. Big, big line, Tass. Huge line. One of the bigger lines we've had probably this season. Yeah. I don't think we had a lot of these. And uh, the Bucks were the favorite team by 13 and a half points. They got it done in the end, thanks to Brooke Lopez, but they only won by a handful. So that's a BKN win for me. A rare one. Two and five. Trey got another one. He's five and two. Tass falls to three and four. Yeah. We weren't allowed to trade. No. <laughs> that's Skeet. right. Uh, Commissioner Skeet said yeah. no. No trades. No oh, trades in this pointless Sorry, endeavor. Anyway, uh, tonight we got six games. Eastern Conference play-in tournament battle at one of them. Battle of the 8th and 10th seeds. Let's get it on. Hope they get to March Madness. ATL favored by one and a half on the road at Washington. 
I can't trust the Hawks, so I'm taking Washington plus those one and a half points. You guys have the Hawks to win by two or more on the road. Hey, do you want to trade? No, I was talking to Trey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll trade you. Okay, cool. I'll trade you. You got the Hawks? Uh, yeah, I'll take the Hawks. Okay, I got, got the Hawks, Hawks too. All right, Taz has the Wizards. Got a uh, basically a point to play with there as the dogs at home. They just played. They won by two, right? The Hawks did. Uh, Porzingis going for forty-three. Can they do it again? In a, in a big game for it's both these game, teams yeah. there in terms of jockeying for position. Okay, let's wrap up this drop podcast with some rapid-fire fun. Tass, you got the cues, we got the answers. The Clippers are building a new arena, and this week owner Steve Ballmer got very fired up about one of the Intuit Dome's signature features. Quote, Toilets! 1,160 toilets and urinals, three times the NBA average. <laughs> To me, that sounds a little excessive. <laughs> and a lot to clean. Wow, a lot to clean. What's one thing you have too much of? Skeets. T-shirts. For sure. I got way too many T-shirts. I think I have close to 100 T-shirts. Close to 1,160? No, not that many. But uh, way too many. And uh, I'll include some random NBA jerseys, too, that I don't, I don't need, but... I don't really know what to do with because I think I might need to wear them one of these days. Might but I have up. like a Chris Paul Rockets jersey, a LeBron Cavaliers jersey. I inexplicably have four Warriors jerseys. I have an old school Weber, okay. But then I have like a Curry, a Durant, and a Green. <laughs> Big three. Uh, I've got a Charles Barkley Suns jersey. i got a Nick Van Exel Lakers jersey. I'll actually wear that one. But a lot of jerseys I don't wear and a lot of t-shirts I don't need. I don't know. I struggle to get rid of them, though. It's a weird thing. I don't have usually issues with getting rid of things that I don't use. I'm not like that. But when it comes to tees, I'm like, ah, that's a cool design. I might have to wear that again. That's my answer. You got to give away the jerseys that kids will like. That would be good, yeah. And my my jerseys are fairly fairly small, so kids could wear them. (laughs) Uh, Give away. All right, Trey. I'm actually crushed to hear your answer, Skeets, because my answer was also T-shirts. Whoa! And I'm thinking... I wish I could be more like Skeets. That guy gets rid of everything. But except t-shirts. No, I'm hearing you're keeping your t-shirts. Yeah. What hope do I have? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel like, for me, it's when I try and get my kids to go through their stuffed animals. They've got too many stuffed animals. Say they look at 200 of them. Maybe two they're willing to get rid of. And yeah. it's the same with t-shirts. Yeah, you're me like, too. Wait, I do like this shirt. I should wear this. And then you don't wear it. And it just sits there. Mm. Let's count our t-shirts this weekend. <laughs> so, I, well, I wish we were the same size. Because what we would then do is have a have a clothing draft. We Let's did it, it in high school. I mean, we probably should. Oh. Yeah, swap some shirts. Swap some shirts. <laughs> swap, swap some, some shirts. Why not? It's like, yeah. New to you. It's, like, it's great. But it's like t-shirts. You also have like, well, these are my good t-shirts. Oh And yeah. then you have oh, yeah. these are my like, I'll wear under a sweater t-shirt. And then these are my like, just bumming around the house t-shirt. Many different categories. doing the yard t-shirt. And then these are you know, it's like you have levels. Yeah. To your tees. I've got a whole box of just no dunks t-shirts or the starters t-shirts or the basketball Jones t-shirts that I don't even have in like quote unquote rotation because I want to just keep them for the one day when we eventually go into the Hall of Fame and we have just a t-shirt mm. wall. <laughs> right? What yeah. Hall of Fame are you referring to? <laughs> the basketball Hall of Fame, oh, okay. of course. Wow. That would be weird. <laughs> Why? It would be weird for me if I was in the basketball hall. <laughs> <laughs> well, contributions to the game. Yeah, you're going to be in it one day. 
So keep your t-shirts is what I'm saying. Okay. Because they're going to want these. (laughs) They're going to want our t-shirts. Cool. We're going to make quilts out of them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk to Carrie Young. We'll make some quilts out of these. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you need, like, you know how uh, shoe heads have these huge shoe closets with, you know, with the different cubbies. You just need need one of those. We're like alphabetized shirt mm. t-shirt cubbies mm. kind of thing oh, great idea Tess. and then we that. got well, then we we got a bunch more from our man ben hunt when we did the college skyhawks game it was added to the t-shirt oh, some good ones in there but there's we're loaded loaded on shirts loaded uh, not to brag but we are absolutely <laughs> we are loaded, loaded on shirts what do you do with your t-shirts do you put them in a do you roll them up put them in a drawer do you hang every t-shirt you own that's a lot mm. I I'm, a, I'm, that. a, I'm a cubby man yeah Stacks on stacks, stacks on stacks. JD, wow. you can get to the Hall of Fame though, because I, I, in going to the College Skyhawks game, thought I was gonna interview Langston Galloway, who is a huge sneakerhead. Right. One of his pairs of sneakers is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Just a pair of sneakers. Okay. Langston Galloway's shoes are in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Which ones? They were one of these uh, custom design. Um, one of these, that cartoon he- character. Mm. Was it a Marvel? Okay. Like he was going on a run. Which one? Uh, I thought he made his own shoes. He does now. He's got his own shoe I line. I said that to somebody sitting uh, beside me last night. I went to the Skyhawks game last night. And I said, I think Galloway makes his own shoes. Yeah, they're yeah. the yeah. Ethics, yeah. ethics line. Yeah, okay. I think he was wearing the uh, the gumbos the other day. Okay. Uh, all right, JD, do you have an answer for this? Yeah, I have an answer for this. <laughs> t-shirts? It's not t-shirts. I don't have enough t-shirts. My kids steal <laughs> all of my clothes. It's a pr- actually a problem. Uh, it's going to sound like an ad, but I got way too much of this generic hard seltzer in my fridge. You oh. guys know. Rachel went to Costco, picked up a case of the. I don't drink this. I don't know why she grabbed it, but she grabbed it. But I got to make room. <laughs> <laughs> You're sure this isn't there an ad? Go. There I mean, we it's go. not an ad, but they are a sponsor of the show. Yeah, they, they are. A, they sent us this cool sign. They sent us a, a whole shitload of this. Real seltzer with real fruit juice and real vodka, and I can't wait to try it. But well, I can't I'm t- chill I'm t- it. I'm taking some. Yeah. Okay. I know. Well, great. Okay. Looks okay. like you've been crayon hunting. I, <laughs> I didn't. This is great for the crayon hunter because it arrived on our doorstep <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> so yeah, it's. Uh, but honestly, like I, uh, yeah, I don't know those. why. You just I have get rid of those. You just crack those, That's pour awful. them down the drain, and step on them. But that, that's that so, no it's like brand. waste, though. It's wasteful. Send them, send them back. Not They're... even an umlaut on that can. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. First... I'm never drinking another hard seltzer without an umlaut. <laughs> there you go. Costco takes everything back, number one. Oh, that's a great point. <laughs> that is a great point. He could show Send up him. with that can. Well, I can't. I could, all of them, I could take them all back and say, you know what? I don't like this. Oh, yeah. They'll take it you back. Can, you can crack something. They'll take it back. That's Open amazing. it and say, okay. no. This, this Nutella is too hazelnutty for me. Take it back. Uh, <laughs> I could just say, this is not neutral. Take it back. Yeah. And they take it back. Yeah. Courtney Kirkland would be happy to get oh, back his, his NILs. Uh, anyway. You know, oh, you think Courtney Kirkland, the referee, is rich because of this Kirkland Oh, those brand. are his. Yeah. yeah. Never thought of Good that. Good for wow. him, Courtney. I, 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 I didn't name it, but yeah, you're right. It is Kirkland. Yeah. What, are you worried Kirkland's coming on in a couple months? You never know. No, no way. Of course not. No way, God, man. Don't think so. We're neutral, baby. Courtney, give us a call. <laughs> Uh, next one. <laughs> On Tuesday, the Pistons and Wizards were in a tight game late. The biggest reason Detroit was in it, Jay Nivey. 
the Rook was having himself a fourth, 14 big points. But when it came down to winning time, tie game, 35 seconds left. Detroit with the ball. Isaiah Livers' number was called, and he did not convert. It's too bad for Ivy. Name a time you were passed up for something that you felt like you deserved, Skeets. I don't know if passed up is the right way to put it, but uh, I've been listening a lot to a fantastic podcast that a lot of people will know called How Did This Get Made? And in the summer of 2018, Paul, June, Jason, they did a live show actually from Chicago where they broke down the 1986 classic BMX movie, Rad. And I feel like I should have been on that podcast. (laughs) I should have gotten an invitation to share my thoughts about the movie Rad on how did this get made. And uh, I'm still sore about it. But it is what it is. They don't know who I am. <laughs> Paul Shear knows who you are. Well, Paul, Paul Shear knows who I am. And I feel like I've talked enough about this goddamn movie over 20 years that uh, I should be on uh, a pod like that. So if they ever do it again, Paul, you know who I am. Holler at me and we will talk rad. Or maybe we should just do it ourselves. Heck, we could do that as well. We 100%. But I could? love how did this get made. We should. We should. We right? should. Did they have someone on from the production of the no, movie? No, no. Oh. I think it was just the three of them, if I remember correctly. And if I'm being honest, Paul, that podcast sort of sucked. Wow. It was one of their worst ones. Huh. Yeah. They this just, is how you get invited. Their hearts were... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, hey, I'm a, I speak the truth. That's right. Um... Yeah, that's why I think I was extra disappointed. I was like, not only was I not on it, yeah, but... I was so pumped to listen to it, and I'm like, uh, uh, uh. Was it because they were shitting on it, and it's your favorite no, movie? No, no, it wasn't even that. I didn't <laughs> think they shit on it enough. Oh, okay. It, I don't know. It was off. The, the, their hearts weren't in it, I feel like. Wow. That was my All right, let's Maybe do I have it. to re-listen to it. Let's uh, do it this summer. I will shit on Rad. I will happily it, shit on Rad. It's Of course, as you should. Yeah. Uh, all right, you want to do a... Uh, do a what do we call it? Film sessions Film session? for for BMX movie rad. Okay, I mean we got we got shows in the to summer. Do. Yeah. yeah, you're right. The summers, summer we play it loose in the summer. <laughs> totally, yeah. Okay, just like go. Crew Jones. Ooh, well what a pull. <laughs> well, the, the only thing done, I know, sir. and Lori Laughlin. That's right. That's right. Don't Sign forget uh, Bart Taylor, of course. Ah, Ben's brother? <laughs> James had two sons, Ben, who records and refs, and Bart, who rides and glides. <laughs> All right, Hell Track. We're going to Hell Track this summer. We're doing a movie watch for Rat or a podcast. All right, Trace, a thing you were passed up for that got you peeved. I think the Skyhawks could have let us play a possession. Mm. <laughs> At the end of the game on Wednesday, it turned into a blowout. Yeah. It was near 30 points early in the fourth quarter. I think it ended up being about 25. We were in the locker room. We'd done a warm-up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We had the gear. <laughs> we, we were geared got, up. Got so many T-shirts. Yeah, I was <laughs> happily just stood in the corner. Don't even need to touch the ball. Oh, come on. we got to run something. <laughs> okay, yeah. We would screen for you. You guys got to run pick and roll action. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we could have got on the floor. I totally agree with you. We're so close to the floor. We're so close. I mean, there I was, was one time we were too close. And they were like slowly uh, ushering us off as the game was starting to happen. Oh, while you were doing Basically, like a That was the closest we got yeah. to yeah. playing a possession. Basically, every yeah. time we were yeah. doing a, an on-court hit, they would push us off slowly, gently. Yeah, like, uh, there's uh, a game happening yeah. right now. Uh, let's go. Did, let's you guys ever, did you ever touch the game ball? Uh, No. No, it never no. bounced to us, uh, but when we did, like, you know, just, like, w- little warm-up things, that was the first time I'd seen the Wilson game ball and had it in my hands. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was. Just a gr- like a Spalding. 
Yeah. Um, when we went to a game, actually, we sat courtside with my uh, my family. A Ben Taylor looking referee handed us the ball pregame, and my daughters got to touch it. That was exciting stuff. But Ooh. in this instance, hold on, you yeah. weren't using your kids to touch that basketball, were yeah, you? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. uh, pass it down. <laughs> and just like I was using Axel, my butt, my I think he's eight years old. He's a courtside fan. I was using him to get closer to the action as well. I thought we could Smart. use him to actually play a possession. Let Axel. Mm. Axel can run the point, right? Set, set a pick, swing it over. Let's run a possession, Axel. <laughs> he actually got to coach a play. He, he drew up a play Ooh, cool. er, earlier this year. That's cool. He drew up a cool play. I uh, Scoot Henderson tried to kill a man last night. He tried to dunk from like the free throw line, hit the ground hard. Everybody held their breath in the arena, but he was okay. <laughs> um, but the ball, because he tried to dunk it like so hard, it bounced all the way back to the other end and rolled to me. <laughs> but I was like so caught up in like celebrating the okay? almost dunk. I just tapped it back. Just a simple tap. I didn't back. even like pick it up and dribble it a little bit. I regretted it after, but I was like, "Oh my god, he almost destroyed somebody." You but, played uh, it respectfully. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. Like, I looked like I sit courtside all yeah. the time. Easy. Yeah. Oh yeah, you reminded me. I did touch the game. Uh, touch the ball at halftime. Errant, errant ball during warmups. Oh, I held it. And ball. This is this is what ha- this is how you react <laughs> if you do get an errant ball. You don't just roll it back on the court. I held it and waited. Because I couldn't see where it came from, I was waiting, waiting. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, somebody called for it. Then I threw it to him. That's nice. how. You, that's how you do it. Didn't bounce pass or just straight up? Toss straight it up, to them. straight up lob. Didn't wow. want to hurt any fingers. Just nice. a gentle, gentle touch. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> the hardest pass. Uh, JD. Yeah, threw as hard as possible. Um, a time you were passed up for something you felt like you deserved. Yeah. I struggled with this one because, mm. you know, low self-esteem. I don't feel like I deserve anything. Oh, but then I, I, would, I would say the it. Basketball Hall of Fame, J.D. Ba- <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't been you. passed up yet, have I? Well, every year you've every been passed year? up. Oh, what the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> now if Botch is in the Hall of Fame because he deserves yeah, it, he deserves you, should get in it. you should get in it too. Yeah, Goldstein's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you know what I thought of that sort of burned my ass every time was when we were working at Turner – and you guys would all get rides to the airport in limos. <laughs> and me and Matt would be like hitchhiking. <laughs> we're like, you don't get a ride. Like, but we're with that. Like, what? It's like, no, these are for them. These are, you do That's not talent. get this. This talent only. You know, when, when you're like created the show and then I'm going with my hat in my hand to Lee Ellis to say, hey man, can I get in your <laughs> car to, to go and shoot this thing that you want to shoot for the 87 All-Star game? Do you mind if I join you in your limo? It burns my ass. Hmm. <laughs> I should have got my own car. He would let you in the car, he but let he me wouldn't in. let you have the free waters. <laughs> he did let me have one of the small ones. <laughs> that's nice. Palm no, he graciously was like, of course, of oh, course, of good. course. That's but good. it's like, you know what? Like, me and Matt should be getting rides to the airport. We could have shared a car to the airport. <laughs> Just uh, like you shared a room. Opens up Pandora's box, though, doesn't it? Oh, boy. <laughs> that's what oh, Turner was boy. afraid of. Yeah. Class, everybody's got a car. Everybody's going to get a car. Yes. For sure. Yeah. The class system. You're a peasant, peasant. Stay yeah. there. Yep. Anyway, that's, that's a good answer. where I belong. Next one. Circumstances can change very quickly for an NBA player. One second, you're a hero, bringing a country its first championship. The next, you look nothing like that player. Lately, I've been saying that the most prominent Lowry in basketball is Markinen, 
and not the beloved Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Name one thing that just ain't how it used to be. Skeets. Three answers. Airline travel, the price of eggs, (laughs) and NBA Twitter. Mm. They ain't what they used to be. Nope. (laughs) That's all I got. They ain't what they used to be. I got faith in airline travel. You do? Not Twitter. Definitely not Twitter. Eggs. Eggs, you think, will uh, uh, come down in price? Uh, Airline travel's all right. Sure, sure, yeah. Airline travel's all right. Sorry. So what don't you like about airline travel? Oh, man, I can't smoke on an airplane anymore. Yeah, Yeah. it sucks. That sucks. (laughs) Used to have an ashtray. Probably still have the ashtray. Some over there. Some. Can't put anything in it. You don't see an ashtray very often oh, man, anymore. When you do. <laughs> when you do, you throw a little piece of garbage in there. <laughs> Wonder how long that'll be there. Yeah, you throw a little piece of gum in there. You're That's right. right. <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> fo- There's a Ooh. tiny ball of foil in every ashtray yep. on an airplane. Guaranteed. Yeah, for sure. Trey, do you have three answers or just one thing? About- just one answer. Okay. Memes. Memes. Yeah, I miss the days of memes where there was white text on the bottom. And on the top. Yeah. <laughs> in particular, I miss Scumbag Steve, my favorite oh, meme yeah, of the yeah. times. Yo, whose house is this? My bros need directions. <laughs> <laughs> what Steve's bros there? That's ridiculous, man. Guy was a backwards Louis Vuitton hat? Crazy. <laughs> scumbag Steve. <laughs> what an era. <laughs> Impact font. Impact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love oh, that yeah. Font. Impact font. Yeah, that one is good. I might. Do I use Impact font for our um, thumbnails? I thought he was Futura. Oh, f- is it Futura? It might be a, Futura? Might be right. yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? I have no idea. That's how I pronounce <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm checking, but we can get JD's answer while I, All right, while JD. I open this thumbnail. Hold on, reading Photoshop format. Oh, this computer's <laughs> dying. Oh, boy. Yeah, let me know, because uh, no no bunts coming up. we got to get some thumbnails going for that. Yeah, Futura, good call. Condensed. Condensed, <laughs> yeah, it's a little tighter. Mm. Sort of looks like impact a little bit. A little bit. Um, let's get back to the pastura, JD. Name one thing that just ain't how it used to be. Right. Not an ad. Cue the Roman music. No, just kidding. Uh, free range kids. We don't, we don't got, we don't have them anymore. Like, they just don't go play. Yeah, you know, like, go outside and don't come back until the streetlights come on. Yeah. That was my childhood. That is true. I've tried that with my kids and, you know, when they were little, be like, just Fucking go outside. There's a there's a park down the block, and Rachel's like, we could get arrested. We could literally get arrested if there's just kids at the park without without parents. Not on their leash. Not yeah. You go to a park, it's all parents. Isn't that weird? It's a lot of parents. It's a it lot of all parents. parents. Every kid's got a parent there. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. You miss those guys. I, well, I, I, no, I, I well, I'm not a kid anymore. <laughs> My kids, I feel bad for them. It's not, yeah. You just go outside and play. Just Your go. kids could, though. They're old enough now. They're old. They're teenagers now, but I'm talking about, like, when they're small. Yeah. Like, Agreed. You want to yeah. just open the door, ring the bell, and then they come back. Kind of thing. Not yeah. even. When yeah. the streetlights come on, Was come that back. your rule? Yeah. 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 Because you also grew up in, like, you didn't grow up in a small town. I you grew, grew up, up in the like, city. The city. The yeah. city city. Yeah, you're yeah. in Toronto. And yeah. did you have a radius that you were allowed? Because there like, was we a, grew radius up with for, a radius for like, yeah, radius. Yeah, for bike riding. Past this. Yeah, for yeah, bike yeah. riding, which we ignored all yeah, the time. That's part of the fun. We were like nine years old would ride from Leslieville to the beach. Wow! On a bike, like <laughs> I once broke my arm at City Nathan Phillips Square because I was skating when I was like in grade six oh, with a, with a with a couple of friends, and I walked myself to Sick Kids. <laughs> 
had my you own. You don't sh- hear that. Can as you much. imagine that? Own- like, <laughs> can you imagine that, Mike? Your the parents would be like, yeah. Where were you? Anyways, well, what did your parents say when you broke your arm and checked yourself into the hospital for a couple days? <laughs> Again, they said because it was the third time that my dad finally showed up with his Rubik's cube, and he like we sat and waited, just fiddling with his Rubik's cube had just come out. <laughs> <laughs> Rubik's cube. Was your dad? Just hold on, out. was your dad really into Rubik's cube? Yeah, yeah. Oh like wow, that. that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We had a bunch around the house. He eventually had to buy a book to actually figure it out but he got pretty good at it <laughs> I thought I was older than that but it's not wow I'm older than dirt though remember nah, that I thought it was older though yeah I guess around the 80s it got hot it got hot it got I don't hot. know when it, it came so- out 74 it was in- invented yeah in Hungary well that oh, was 74 uh, wow okay no, I'm- well the Rubik's Cube was really the start of all these kids just staying at home not going outside anymore, well, biking think, around. Yeah. I don't think that's that was, was like the original <laughs> app. That was, that was, that was changed, the original man. app when you think the about original it. Original app. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. That's right. Fire. <laughs> the bit. The worst part of it. The last thing. Now that I'm old, I don't get to do the get. Hey, get off my lawn, man! Like the, the, to other no, kids. To other kids. Like point. there's no kids around the neighborhood. Say it's just like, squirrels. It's a group of kids in our backyard. What's happening? That kind of thing. Keeping <laughs> keeping the balls that fly into your backyard. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, I want to be that guy. <laughs> I don't get to do that because there's, no there's no kids. Because there's no kids. around. So That's instead it. you have to do that so while sad. you're playing uh, Fortnite online. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you get to yell at kids yeah. through the internet. All right. You well, want kids drinking Kirkland on your lawn, just tossing cans <laughs> on your lawn? Yeah, I want to be able to get rid of them with the garden hose. You know? Do you wish your house, like, during Halloween... Was like uh, you know paper towel in your tree out there and eggs on your window. I mean, <laughs> too expensive. You're not definitely not gonna have that. Yeah, not eggs, no. no. But uh, I get you. Yeah, you know. Let's have some you just, mischief. You just want to be your mischief. dad. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> get this guy a Rubik's cube. Does <laughs> <laughs> anybody like uh, Twitch stream Rubik's cubes? Probably oh, like yeah. the, Probably, the yeah, super fast people yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Short stream though. <laughs> All right, yeah, going live. <laughs> stream's over. Yep, bye. Leave us a five-star review. Uh, well, we should just make rapid fire into a Twitch stream because it's not fast, I'll tell you that. Oh, but uh, hopefully you guys had a blast here on the Drop Podcast. Let us know if it's a classic. Leave us a five-star rating and review. You might make the next five-star Friday fun in uh, April. Leave us a little thumbs-up like on the YouTube video. Subscribe, tell your friends. Thanks again to uh, King of the Fourth Quarter, Kenny Beecham, for sending some people our way. We love to see that. Hopefully you guys are sticking around. We do this every day, Monday through Friday, talking hoops and talking about a bunch of nonsense. We will have that Fast Friends podcast, the first Fast and Furious movie, where I think we took about two hours plus to recap it. (laughs) Uh, But uh, yeah, get yourself up to speed for May 19th. Fast X. Nice pun. Get yourself up to speed. speed yeah. That is good. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> don't be ma- don't be angry, and get yourself up to speed. See what I did there? Mm. The furious part. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yes indeed. Okay. I just want to make sure. Uh, yeah, check that out. We'll drop it on the weekend. Uh, if you're a Survivor fan, check out No Buffs. That's got its own podcast feed, its own YouTube feed, and uh, we got No Bunts coming next week as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so we'll keep uh, you up to speed on that one. We'll keep you up to speed like your name was Vince Coleman I don't know <laughs> Ricky Henderson I should have gone with next podcast starting 
on deck. That's good. No bunts. Mm, no bunts. No bunts is no on, on deck. Mm-hmm. That's coming uh, next week. Anyway, the content in the Classic Factory nonstop. You'll love to see it. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday here at 10 a.m. Eastern. Until then, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, no bunts on deck. In the hole, though, it's Dune. <laughs> Dune <the sky. laughs> Brace the day, people.